Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lawley here with Matt Williamson. It is a Friday, and that means it is time to talk, really talk about yeah, the man, upcoming game here. And, uh, man, the Buffalo Bills, uh, they got some injury issues. Yeah, I mean, let's get into all of them, but I really think, and folks, I'm not trying to blow smoke or tell you, oh, the Steelers will be fine. They got this in the bag. I mean, they're in trouble, but... I think it's a great time to play this team. I mean, you, you played 100 snaps or a million snaps in the heat two weeks ago, started slow in Baltimore, big emotional comeback, and that takes a lot out of you. Yeah, I mean, physically, mentally, whatever. And then next week, the Bills have – they're going to Kansas City. I mean, you think that's all they could think about when the schedule came out? So I'm not a big believer in handcover sandwich games or, you know, you know, letdowns and all that. But they're human, and they have a ton of injuries. Like, you might be getting them at a good time. You very well could. Yeah. Um, looks like uh, Isaiah McKenzie remains in concussion protocol. We'll see what's going on with him. That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we know Jamison Crowder is out this yeah. week. McKenzie could get cleared tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So don't automatically think that he's out. Right. Uh, but Dawson Knox, he won't play he's this out. week. Right, right. Uh, Jake Kumaro, another wide receiver, won't play this week. Not that that's a big, huge deal. No, no, no. But they're short on pass catchers. Yeah. Um, Jordan Poyer. That's the big one. Not playing this week. Right. I mean, so both they're taught, you know, stud safety. Maybe the two, the, the best safety tandem in the league. Yeah, for like the last five years. And they're not going to have either one of them. And Davis White's already out. I mean, the secondary is on fumes a little bit I and mean, some dudes people haven't heard of um they always have five defensive backs on the field and those safeties their versatility they're actually both former corners in the college level gave them great versatility with their coverage schemes and what they ask of them and allowed them to play more nickel now you're not going to have that so yeah I real, think it's a little vulnerable realistically if you were talking that you mentioned they play five defensive backs, defensive yeah. backs at all times their top three defensive backs aren't going to be playing in this game. 100%. And they're all Pro Bowl-type guys. Yeah. You know, so yeah, not just guys, but, right, right, right. yeah. Uh, Christian Benford also is their, who's their uh, one of their starters. Yeah, young um, guy. He's iffy for this game mm-hmm. as well. He's been on the injury report all week. Yeah. Uh, so they've, they've got some issues here. Uh, really, the only 
regular regular that they've had the guy that you you know who's was with them last year and has been a regular guy mm-hmm. is, is Teron Johnson their nickelback yeah and he's Other a good player that, but right it's totally everybody different. else is out <laughs> and you know now they have a first round pick there instead of Levi Wallace and Elam who's talented and they seem to like him but rookie corners are where you you know where you throw the football anyway I mean even if they're the best of them um so we'll see I mean their pass rush will make up for some of that, and their linebackers are great in coverage, and they never leave the field either. Well, <laughs> Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to play. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't hear that one. I heard Poyer and Knox are out. It looks like Edmonds is Edmonds is highly questionable. Highly questionable, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a big deal. I mean, really, Milano's the only one on the second and third levels of the defense that is a fixture for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with with Edmonds in there because he's such a, a physical freak. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you talked about it earlier in the week how how you know when they drop in the zones and things that means you got to throw the ball over his head. Things like yeah, that. he's so long. I, I'm not hesitating using Fryermuth this week at all. Not at all. I might feature him. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, they don't have a real answer for him. They're a big zone team, but the zones are a little smaller. They don't cover quite as much ground. They're not as experienced. So. Yeah, I could see Fryermuth having a very nice game, and frankly, even including Elam, if I'm seeing one on one with their corners, I'm for going any after the, him. Yeah, yeah, if I'm any of the top receivers, uh, I would not hesitate. And Pickett's already shown a propensity to do that. Um, Steelers' pass protection is going to be tested in a big way, but it's been pretty good. And I would think that maybe this week more than usual, you keep in a back or a tight end, or you know, especially Gentry more so than Fryermuth. Uh, Harris, Warren, whoever, six-man protections, seven-man protections, because I think you'll find you know things you like. Yeah, I'm just looking here at how many uh, the Bills have been the number two team in the NFL against opposing tight ends. They've allowed 12 completions on 25 pass okay. attempts to tight ends. Or and that's against Mark Andrews last week. Just too. 102 right. yards. Yeah. But you start taking some of those pieces out of the equation, I'm not shying away from, from throwing the firemuth here. No, no. I mean, I'm not sure – Besides Milano, who does everything well, they don't have a guy that I'm afraid of now. You know what yeah. I mean? And not that I'm, you're afraid of Milano, but they're all well coached. The they Poyer don't make leads a, the league in interceptions, and yeah, Edmonds yeah, is, a, yeah. again, a, a freak of nature. They can do a lot of different things. I mean, Edmonds, Poyer, those guys are very versatile as well as explosive and have traits. You know I mean? So, I, you know, not that the Bills are taking the Steelers for granted, but, I mean— you can't just roll it out there in the NFL and expect to no. win. I mean, no. they're down some serious guys. Yeah, and and people might look at this. Well, are they? Uh, you know, are they are they doing that? Are they taking the Steelers lightly? No, they're not holding guys out to get them ready for Kansas City next week. They're holding guys out because they're hurt. Yeah, yeah. And you want to have them for the entire season. You're mm-hmm. not going to push a guy back for a week four game or week five game. It's not a must win for them. Right. Or, you know, I mean, no, they're they're thinking big picture here. They've got very huge goals in mind, including beating the Chiefs. I mean, I'm sure they'd like to um, host the second matchup if they run into the Chiefs in the in the postseason, and that would go a long way. But um, I, I, if I were them, I would side on the uh, error on the side of caution with their players for this week as well. But you do too much of that, and you get yourself stuck in this league. Yeah, um, so we'll see what happens uh, with that Bills team. Um, you know, they're missing some guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the offense has more holes than the defense when healthy, in my yeah. opinion. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with McKenzie, but, you know, if you take 
Well, you take Kumaro and Crowder already out of the equation. Mm-hmm. That only leaves them with four on their active roster. Wideouts. Yeah. Okay. They got to bring somebody else up just to just address five. Yeah. And McKenzie is questionable to begin with. Um, Davis hasn't played great. They're using Singletary more as a receiver. So who, who you're looking at the depth chart? Who are the tight ends now? Uh, at tight end, you're looking at Quentin Morris and Tommy Sweeney, the Boston College kid. Yeah. We kind of lighting as a six round pick or something, but. I mean, you're not going to have any threat, really, from your tight ends. No. And then, you know, you look at that uh, that offensive line, uh, you know, Deion Dawkins, Roger Saffold, Mitch Morris, Ryan Bates, Spencer Brown. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay, but they've been shuffling and had a lot of injuries, too. Dawkins is the only guy they've been able to count on all year. It looks like Morris is back, and that's big for them because yeah. he's a quality center. But, I mean, I, I let me preface this by saying the Bills' offense is great. Yes. I mean, it, it is. But the only guys I'm really worried about, the only players that are great are Diggs and Allen. Yeah. I mean, the other nine aren't any better than the Steelers. <laughs> you know what I mean? or, or most teams, you know, they're, yeah. they're fine. Yeah, really. And, and you know, the, the problem is, is Allen is playing. Is, oh, he makes them all He's on his own better. level. He's he he raises, level the, yeah, raises the water level for everybody else. And, unfortunately, he's not a guard or a tight end. I mean, he's the guy that touches the ball every time and is a special player. So, when they went out and signed Von Miller. Mm-hmm. And gave him a bunch of money. I was kind of critical of that. Like, why are you yeah. giving you know a guy who's thirty-two years old that kind of money? But man, if they're missing some of the guys that they're going to be missing for this game, yeah, they need Von Miller to be Von Miller. Absolutely. I mean, they need just like Allen and Diggs. They need their superstars to be superstars yeah. in this game. No matter who they're playing, it doesn't matter how the Steelers are playing right now. They're, this team is short on stars at the moment. You know they, they've got their the most important pieces, but their secondary stars. I kind of made that term up are a little lacking. Yeah. And um, you know it looks like the D line's in pretty good shape. I, mean, I haven't heard for sure if Oliver and Phillips are going, um, but they've been fighting a lot too. I mean that's a deep group, and you know. But uh, you're right. Um, Milano's been a star. The rest of the back seven, you know, are questionable, and a lot of the offense is questionable. Yeah, so if you can figure out ways to block it up, and I wouldn't That's be, be the biggest key. To me. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to you know max protecting and mm-hmm. things of that nature, um, and then give your guys a chance to win against their guys on the back end. Yeah, I mean, if you can find one-on-one matchups on the back end, I think that actually favors the Steelers. Yeah, I mean Deontay and Pickens and Fryermuth and all those guys, and you will. I mean, every game you're going to have one-on-one matchups, whether it's man zone, whoever. Um, again, blocking it up and protecting is an issue. But Sears done that pretty well. Yeah. And Pickett moves around pretty well, too. He does. Um, you know, they do move Von Miller around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's not going to be just Von Miller against Chooks or Von Miller no, just right, against right. Dan Moore. He'll get shots against both of those guys, much like the Steelers have been doing with Alex Highsmith. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Yes. You know, moving him back and forth because you don't want teams to center in on just, well, we, he's mm-hmm. going to be on the right side every time. We're just going to. Yeah. And Miller's done a lot of his work in his career 
coming to the quarterback's front side. Front side, yeah. yeah. I mean, so he's very capable. He was kind of one of the first guys to really do that. Like yeah, the first yeah. big-time pass rushers. Like, that... We're going to put him on the on, against the right tackles? That's crazy. <laughs> now everybody does it, and you know, he ate them up, and he eats up everybody. So Yeah, but uh, still very uh, – very productive. Um, I think he has four and a half sacks this year already, mm-hmm. uh, and he just not, he doesn't play every. He's playing like sixty percent of the snaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Basham's played really well for them too this year. Rousseau looks like a good player. Uh, mentioned Oliver and Phillips. They have some other yeah in, pretty high investments. I mean, out I, there. I really like Tim Settle. Tim Settle's mm, kind of yeah. a, a guy that you know they signed for next to nothing. Right, right, and, right. I mean, he's a legit. Run stopper. Yeah, yeah, he, he plays quality snaps. You know, yeah, right, right. And he's a good player. No, so, I like their front a lot. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting, um, you know, with if it's <laughs> if it's not Tremaine Edmonds, mm-hmm. it's either going to be Terrell Bernard or Tyler Matakavich. If Tyler Matakavich is on the field as a defender in this game, wow. and the Steelers don't take advantage of that, I'm going to be very critical on Monday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about the other character you mentioned there i think he's a bernard's a pick. third round draft pick this year this year right yeah. yeah he was a kid from cincinnati okay i, I was a little shocked he went that early i thought he was more like a fifth or sixth i would hope he's ahead of matikavich on the depth chart but the beauty of tyler is you know he knows what to do you're not sure if the third round pick does but if he but if you think Robert Spillane is a, is right is, right is, is, is a guy well, though, that yeah. is a problem in pass defense Tyler Matikiewicz is a problem on pass defense. And it almost makes me chuckle that if he is Edmonds' direct replacement, like, they are not similar in any no. way. Except this is the same situation the Steelers had a few years ago when Matikiewicz was Ryan Shazier's primary backup. Yes. I mean, and, it's amazing they play the same position or same yeah. sport. When I heard that, I'm like, okay, I get it. If Matikiewicz is your backup for Vince Williams— I can kind of get that. Kind of get it, right, yeah. right, right. That's a little more his role than yeah. Shazier's role, right? Asking him to be the backup for Ryan Shazier is like asking him to be the backup for Tremaine Edmonds. Right. I mean, their body types <laughs> are slightly different. And I'm not picking on Tyler. Good for him. He's I mean, made, he's, he's, made a he's career still out of in himself, the NFL. But... Good for him. And he's, again, much like Spillane, there's nothing wrong with these guys as players. No, no. But they should be on rosters. But you don't want to have to put them on defense. No, 100%. I mean... Just one of them looks like a small forward in the NBA that's muscular, and one of them looks like Barney Rubble. You know, what I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, they're both Bills linebackers. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> so, again, if the Steelers can't take advantage of that or don't take advantage of that, uh, and, and try to get him, I mean, mm-hmm. you can manipulate even that. the third round pick. I yeah, mean, whoever's out there, I you would manipulate go after it. A, a yeah, ton, right. I mean, no, no question about it. And again, I would think they play basic, simple zones. Keep everything in front of them, and that's sort of their style, anyways. They're really good at passing them off, but that's communication stuff too. Right? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm running and, all kinds of crossers in front exactly, of them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Edmonds and Milano have done that extremely well. Uh, Poyer and Hyde have done that extremely well for years now, and I would think that communication issues are uh, something to be worried about if I was Buffalo. I also wonder if that then brings more of the, um, kind of the end of rounds and things of that nature, maybe into into play here. Maybe you, know, you got some inexperienced or new guys at inside linebacker, uh, maybe you want to manipulate. Two new safeties as well. Right, right, right. Hey, we're going to try to manipulate these guys a little bit more with the motion. Even play action, getting safeties or linebackers to take that one step forward could really work to your advantage. I was also thinking of another angle, as you were saying that, and it's not a Steeler staple, nor is it a staple for basically any team in the league anymore, but 
fullback runs cause problems for NFL linebackers because yeah. they, they're they not used to it. It changes your gap responsibilities. I mean, just think if you're in charge of the A-gap and a fullback comes crushing through the A-gap, well, he just made another gap. You know, so which side do I take him on? Um, and even Connor Hayward could play that role as a, your fullback. It doesn't have to be, you know, snap after snap of Watt. But we threw that out there the other day that I might open this game with heavy personnel against their nickel and try to bully them. Yeah. I just wonder what they do at some of these positions. Mm-hmm. With They only have three safeties on their active roster. Really? So with Poyer, After the Hyde injury. With Poyer out, it's, it's going to be Jaquan Johnson and DeMar Hamlin. Wow. I mean, and I'm nobody behind them. Right. Wow. For a team that plays, I mean, they'll call someone up from, from right. Practice but then you're also going to have to do the same thing at receiver. Mm-hmm. Like you can only bring so many guys up. Maybe you bring up another tight end. I mean, to your point, <laughs> there's going to be guys out there that aren't proven. Right, they're going to be you bringing know. guys up their pra- off their practice squad right, to play. Right, right. So not just to be you know bodies yeah. on game day, but to play. Then you want to challenge them mentally. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. I mean, Steelers are a rookie quarterback, but I don't see any reason why they would. You know, have to dummy down the offense. Right. Pick it well, to that right. point, I mean, can they or will the Bills disguise quite as well as they would if you didn't have those two veteran safeties on the back? Probably Definitely not. not. Definitely not. We, you know, right. will they be able to bait you as well with without Tremaine Edmonds in there? Probably not. Probably not. Right. You know, so, I bet they make it a bare bones defensive. Approach. It almost has to be. Right. 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 Yeah. We'll just keep the big shell. Make them matriculate the ball down the field. Uh, you know, the unproven rookie quarterback, they're probably going, whew, well, I'm glad we're playing a quarterback that has been but you'd, block, you But know? you'd like to be able to, to hey, we're, we want to show this guy some exotics here, mm-hmm. and maybe you can't. Maybe you can't. I mean, they're not a big blitz team anyway, but I would think it's going to be no blitz. Yeah. I mean, zero. I mean, which just makes your, your pass protection assignment Makes easier. it a little bit easier. It makes yeah. it a little easier, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we're not saying the Steelers are going to run all over the Bills and you know, win this game, but as news has come out this week, I like their chances more than I did – you know, five days yeah. ago. It makes me lean towards not seeing them get beat by two touchdowns. By two touchdowns, right. <laughs> right. I mean, I think that they're they, – they could get steamrolled. I mean, the Bills could yeah. steamroll. Oh, without a doubt. They've, too, you know, right. they've done that. I mean, you look at what they did the first two weeks of the season. They right. They steamrolled the Rams, and then they steamrolled uh, – who did they have in week two? Somebody good. I don't remember. It was, it was a pair of playoff teams from yeah, last year. Yeah, that, that, I can't remember who. It was. They just went out and and, and and they're capable of doing it to anyone. Like I said, they might do it in Kansas City next week. But I like their chance. I mean, I like this, where the Steelers are at in terms of just timing of the matchup. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's it's not the worst, uh, you know. And I actually saw the, that that spread had the hook on it yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fourteen and a half. That's a lot. I mean, That's a anyone. lot of points. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that was Houston going to Buffalo, it's a lot. You know, yeah, I mean? right. It's just it doesn't matter what team it is. I think I think a lot of people just or say, well, number one, are. number one defense in the league against a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. and Steelers are having trouble scoring. And sure, I don't know if they'll have as much. I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to go out there and score, you know, thirty points in this game. I think the offense is going to be better than it was, but I think it's going to look better. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do too. I mean, uh, I don't think it's going to look like that disaster last night. No. Or even one of those offenses, no. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? And we got to talk about that for just just a minute. It was offensive to me. <laughs> I mean, it really was. I mean, it was awful. I made the joke on Twitter that I was going to go watch the Dahmer series so I could lighten my mood a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and I meant it. I mean, like Thursday night football. I'm going to take a second. Thursday night football offends me. Period. Like I feel like the NFL 
is talking down to me like it's not really bad it's horrible you know and hey i enjoy fo- an extra night of football yeah. with everyone but it's a lesser product and they can't convince me otherwise but watching those two teams they could have had six weeks of rest and it would be a terrible product i mean that wasn't good defense they could have played eight quarters of football no and the score would have been 15 12 they still would have scored a <laughs> touchdown and there would have been 20 sacks instead of 10 or whatever you know <laughs> And, and, and 17 fumbles. And, and terrible throws. Uh, and a left tackle that can't do anything in Raymond. You know, yeah. and, and there was a lot of those. Hey, I, you know, you, you and I grew up in the <laughs> 70s around here. We were, I love nine, six games of great defense. That was not that great, defense. great defense. No, it was just really poor quarterback play. Uh, really bad I mean, execution. For two guys that are going to both get Hall of Fame consideration. Yeah. I think Wilson goes, and they're both going to be arguments. I'll tell you what. Wilson plays another two or three years at this level. He's played two bad ones in a row. He ain't going to the Hall of Fame. No, no. I agree. They're both. I think Ryan's And gone. I don't think Ryan belongs regardless. I, think I he's don't a, either. I think he's, he's an accumulator. Compiler, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has one MVP, which I think, is fine. I think Eli Manning has a better case. Right. He at least won a couple of Super Bowls. But I, they're basically the same guy. I know, I know. But they're... Denver should be massively regretting what they gave up oh. for Wilson. I mean, I tweeted what, that out last time. Like this, folks, this is what it looks like when teams go all in at the quarterback position and with veteran work. guys. And it doesn't work. Right? I mean, you gave up picks, you gave yeah. up cap space. Yeah, uh, I saw this, somebody tweeted out last night. Matt Ryan this year is counting like sixty-five million dollars. Yeah. in salary cap I think space. He's number one in the league. Forty million of that is with the with the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're paying. They're they're paying he counts forty right? million dollars to not play for the Falcons. And they're better without them. And yeah. Seattle's better without their guy. Right. I mean, the teams that traded these guys and got youth and picks back are thrilled. Are giggling all the way to the right. <laughs> I, I think Pete Carroll just wanted Russell Wilson out of the building. Sure, he's a high like, yeah. guy too. You know, like they both look. I mean, oh, they're terrible. Matt Ryan looks like he is dazed and confused. Yeah. I mean, some of the decisions they make, or just missing open guys. I mean, there's a couple where Pittman just runs it out. Ball should be there, and he bounces it. You know, like come on, man. Is Ben Roethlisberger never looked that bad last year. <laughs> no, I don't think. So. I mean, he was he was obviously in decline, you know, a declining mm-hmm. player. And yet, you know, before last night's game, you didn't hear a peep from a lot of a lot of people in the national media about well, Matt Ryan's done. he's cooked or oh. Russell Wilson's cooked. But that was the narrative on Ben. Well, he can't play. He yeah, can't play. Yeah, right, right, right. He you know he can't throw the football. Same thing with Drew Brees. Couldn't throw the foot. He couldn't uh, throw the football. Man, right. End of Manning, Peyton Manning career couldn't throw the football. Right. End of Brees career couldn't throw the football. I mean, I'm not saying Ben's better, had a better career than Peyton Manning, but Peyton, Brees, even Wilson, Ryan, none of them were as gifted out of the womb as Ben. Yeah. You know, he, he had further to drop, or he had a, a higher bar physically than all those guys. I texted you, know, you last or night Rivers, or, you know. that Ben right now, without having gone through a training <laughs> camp, is <laughs> a better player than those two jokers. Well, it, it, at the very least, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's been awful all year. He's, t- he's got like 12 fumbles. Yeah, that's the thing, too. He can't hold he on to the football. He like doesn't want to. He's like, take it. <laughs> Don't hit me. There was it. a throw last night. I think it was in the third or third quarter or late or early fourth quarter where he had time in the pocket for once. Nothing opened up, and finally, one of the one of the Denver pass rushers broke free, and Ryan just chucked. The, he threw off a, his back foot and just chucked the ball like a twenty five feet yeah. in the air 
to, to the left and just like, I'm getting out of here. I'm ducking. Right. I, just I don't want to get hit. Have this, truck it up for grabs. I don't care what happens. <laughs> it's like they don't care about the consequences at all. Just, Wilson did a few of those, too. I don't want to I mean, play anymore. He, he throws an a interception to end the thing. It's like, what was that? <laughs> and that was, wasn't even close to one of his ten worst plays. Yeah. The only good thing that came out of that game for me was that my guy Rodney Thomas, who I coached in youth oh, baseball, yeah, yeah. Good for him. had an interception in the game. He's been starting the last two weeks for the Colts at free safety. Mm-hmm. Good for him. A uh, young man who went to Princeton via Pittsburgh Central Catholic he's from Cannonsburg. So that was the only good thing I took out of the game. It's the only reason I watched yeah. a lot of it because I wanted to see how Rodney did. But other than that, my goodness, was that bad. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, those two teams are uh, – and we'll end the segment on this. I mean, I think we – I know we both agree those two teams are worse than the Steelers. Without a doubt. I don't even care if the Steelers lose 50 or nothing to Buffalo. Right? Yeah. I, I think the Steelers beat both those teams <laughs> in a round-robin tournament. You can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports. is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Severn on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. It's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and look at all this weekend's games right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 